from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. To make it not happen again. That is what should happen of where we go. Yes, ma'am. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if, um, I don't know if, pardon my French, if hell froze over, because it looks like Kevin McCarthy, who normally I would call Kevin McCoward, actually grew a spine. I don't know what's going on here. On today's show, I showed you somebody who looked right in the face of mainstream media, called them a liar, and told them they need to put down Hunter's crack pipe if they don't think, if they think that Joe Biden won 81 million votes. Maybe the video from Carrie Lake in Arizona actually sparked some courage in Kevin McCarthy? That's weird. There's a very, very good reason I wanted to start this show out today with showing a little bit of Kevin McCarthy's courage. It's a little odd. It's a little late for it, but I guess better late than never. We'll see if it continues to keep up. But it's about time that we see somebody with some power in the Republican Party actually stand up and stop being afraid. I haven't seen Kevin McCarthy like that in a while because usually he's very timid. He lets the media just run him down. He lets the media talk over him. And today, he wasn't like that. Now, this is referring to January 6th and the January 6th ridiculous unselect committee, as President Trump likes to call it. Okay? And we're going to talk a little bit about that before we get the show started because you keep hearing insurrection. The January 6th, uh, very biased, non-select committee, unselect committee, whatever you want to call them, they keep saying insurrection. As a matter of fact, I got another person here who also keeps saying the deadly insurrection. Of course, this guy doesn't know how to color in between the lines, but listen to this, because this is from a, a resident of the United States of America continuing to say the word insurrection, which I'll show you why that's wrong here in a minute. But here you go. Continues to be the torches emerging from dark shadows in Charlottesville, carrying out Nazi banners and chanting anti-Semitic bile and Ku Klux Klan flags, and the violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago. It was about white supremacy, in my view. The rise of hate crimes against Asian Americans during the pandemic, and the rise. Well, if anything, know if anybody knows about uh, white supremacy, it's definitely Beijing Corn Pop Biden. Corn Pop was a bad dude, remember? And if you want to say bad as somebody who is a white supremacist who loves division, who plays off race baiting, and who's said probably some of the most vile, disgusting things about uh, minorities in in ever, it's that man. It's that fake, illegitimate individual right there. You keep hearing the word insurrection. Hold on, but hold on. There's more. I've got another video to show you because this is Attorney General, a, a illegitimate Attorney General, excuse me, Merrick Garland, admitting today there was no insurrection. Don't believe me? All right. But I want to take you to uh, January 6th. It's a very common topic here for uh, people. Um, has any defendant involved in the January 6 events been charged with insurrection? I don't believe so. Right. Well, that is the word most used by Democrats here on Capitol Hill about January 6, but no one has been charged with it that we could find. All right. So if nobody's been charged with insurrection, 
How can they continue to say insurrection? How is that possible? If nobody's been charged with insurrection, how can anybody say that there was an insurrection? Look, if you murder somebody, you have to call it murder. But you can't go, you can't go around uh, throwing snowballs at somebody or pushing somebody and then have people call you a murderer. It doesn't work like that. So the next time your Democrat friends or people on the other aisle continue to say the word insurrection, ask them if they can show you anybody who's been charged with insurrection. Say, you can't call it insurrection. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. They won't know what you're talking about. So ask them to show you the proof. Who's been charged with insurrection? And if you can't show any proof of anybody that's been charged with insurrection, stop calling it an insurrection. Because President Trump says today that the real insurrection was November 3rd. That was when the, uh, the, the, uh, the insurrection happened, was November 3rd. January 6th was just a protest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. Today is October 21st, year of our Lord 2021. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. I want to thank you for watching here on Real America's Voice News, straight from the live free or die state of New Hampshire, where we keep it real no matter what. One of the most interactive shows on TV today, and I'll prove it. Let's do some live shout-outs to people who are watching right now, and let's get what they have to say. We've got Barb Naylor from Kind Embroidery watching. God bless you, Barb. Thank you so very much. And she's the one who makes the uh, the hats. Um, if you voted for Biden, then you owe me gas money, which will be on JeremyHerald.com very, very soon. I'd like to say hello to Melissa Steffi, who's got a uh, Discord a Discord chat uh, chat room for the Live from America family. So God bless you. Paul from Almost Heaven. West Virginia. How you doing, Paul? Good to see you, my friend. Um, Joe from Texas is watching. Good afternoon, um, Jeremy. Tommy from Corrupt Georgia. My doctor's office contacted me about the vaccine, and I declined. A few weeks later, they canceled my appointment. Oh, well. Good, good, uh, good attitude. Let's go, Brandon, says Marv. Thank you so very much. Tim from Wisconsin is watching. And, uh, Kathy, or Katie, excuse me, Katie from Rockport, Texas, and Carol from Illinois. God bless you all for watching, and I appreciate, uh, every, every, every time you guys tune into the show. I appreciate it. But let's stop calling it an insurrection. Let's stop, and let's give some justice for those political prisoners in D.C., who are, who are put there because of the word insurrection, even though nobody has been charged with insurrection. You do not get to charge or call somebody something that they have not been charged with. If they have not been charged with murder, you do not call them murder. If they have not been charged with rape, you do not call them rapist. If they have not been charged with stealing, you do not call them a thief. And in turn, if they have not been charged with insurrection, you do not call them insurrectionists. Stop using words where, they're ha where they have no meaning. You know, like the word racist. Folks, let's go to Jesus Calling and let's get right with the Lord before we continue this show. October 21st, here we go. And this is such a great, great devotional to pair with the verse of the day this morning and the, uh, the testimony this morning of how God allowed me to be a witness and really bring somebody out of a dark hole this morning. Truly amazing. If you missed it, please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Go over to the Rumble page and watch this morning's show. October 21st. You live in an age of entitlement. So you need to counteract the barrage of propaganda proclaiming that you deserve more. My word is sharper than any double-edged sword. I use it to perform spiritual surgery on the thoughts and attitudes of your heart. As scripture lights up your perspective and your path, 
I set you free from the prison of ingratitude, releasing you to enjoy the pleasures of a thankful heart. Coming from Isaiah 42.7, which says to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. Like that gentleman was this morning that I was able to witness to. Also from Hebrews 4.12, and you know that he's the one who makes the coffee because he brews. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And before you turn out the light tonight, before you go to bed, folks, beseech me to raise your perspective and secure your release from the dungeon of ungratefulness. The mere fact that you have breath in your lungs right now, eyes to see this show that you're watching, and ears to hear it, should be all you need to know about how grateful you should be. Please, let's go to the Lord for the Lord's Prayer. Let's say it all together before our first commercial break, because this is what God wants, and this is what He likes to hear. So let's say it out loud, please, even the youngsters in the room. This is a good, good exercise for you to get involved. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, here we go. Our Father... Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to come back with the first and foremost section. Look, we're going to also continue to talk about Merrick Garland because he had one heck of a day up on Capitol Hill. But the first and foremost section is going to really show some vindication about Dr. Fauci and, and Francis Collins. We'll be right back with more Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Right after this, fill your coffees. we got a lot to go through. Stay tuned. And how you doing, folks? Amen. I love seeing you guys all put amen. Uh, Nellie Tite says, what's up, my fam? How you doing, Nellie? Good to see you. Thank you so very much. Um, what a good show this morning, though, right? We, we, we had a lot of people begging for news. And not only did you get news, but you got a lot of good news this morning, including a wonderful story of witnessing. I mean, it was a great show today. Um, and I went back and I watched it. And I got to say, man, if you share that with some of your friends, uh, friends and family, they will. I think they'll like to hear the story, regardless of the news, regardless of what their beliefs are. The story, the story itself was truly incredible, and I think you should share it to them. Instead of starting a slush fund, let's call it a slurp fund. Well, why not, right? Mmm, a slurp fund. A slurp fund. I like that. I like that a lot, and I cannot wait to hear the story of that young man who gets his uh, check in the mail. Um, hopefully, I really just want to, I don't care about the check so much. I'm sure he does. I want to know what he feels about the message on the back. That's truly incredible. Why does Real America's Voice News go to infomercials instead of Jeremy's time slot? If You must be talking about Dish Network because Dish Network does not have a contract to play anything after 10 p.m. There was a reason why Real America's Voice News stopped at 10 p.m. They didn't have any other content, so they just play reruns. I am their first venture past 10 p.m. So they started, they, they gave me that honor. So hopefully the show continues to do well. And that's why I ask you guys all to rewatch it at night or just put it on because the ratings um, will really 
kind of uh, speak for themselves. So we'll see we'll see how it goes, and that's why. But if you go watch it on anything else like the app, or if you go to Samsung TV or Pluto or Roku, you can watch it all there. Um, love this morning's show, says Ozzy. I shared it to some friends and family. I watched it again and cried again. Me too. Me too. I cried when I thought about it, the whole thing. No live stream on Rumble Channel. Well, there's a live stream here right now. We're on it, and we were live this morning. So I'm not sure what you mean there, buddy, but um, somebody in the audience should be able to help you. Jeremy, need your mailing address. It's not on your website. No, but it does scroll on morning shows. Um, and um, tomorrow morning, actually, I'm not doing a show tomorrow night. Just for all you watching, there'll be no show tomorrow night. i got some family things that I have to attend. Um, so... Uh, tomorrow's show will be taped for Real America's Voice News, but I'll uh, I'll put it up on the on the um, on the show tomorrow just so you have it. What's going to happen with Steve Bannon? Absolutely nothing. He's going to win, 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 win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And that's what Steve Bannon's going to do. He's going to win. Jeremy, you made my dad's day today with the morning news. He called me to make sure I was listening. Well, I'm sh- I'm glad it could help. And one more, Nick Nick, Rat- Nick Ratcliffe says, "Man, your show this morning had me in tears. God bless you. You end this show." All glory to God, my friend. All glory to God. All right, let's continue the show and talk about Tony the Rat Face Fauci. Welcome back to Real America's Voice News. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, coming to you from the Granite State of New Hampshire. And uh, we opened the show today talking a little bit about how much of a rough time uh, Merrick Garland um, had up on Capitol Hill and the fact that Kevin McCarthy, I usually I call him Kevin McCoward because he doesn't usually stand up, but actually stood up, pertaining to the January 6th insurrection. Okay, so if you did not see the start of the show, please go back and rewatch a little later. But the first and foremost section of today, we are vindicated, ladies and gentlemen, fresh off the resignation of Tony the Rat Face Fauci's boss, Francis Collins, which was very unexpected and fishy. I might add, kind of like Nemo, they now have to admit, ladies and gentlemen, that they did fund gain-of-function research on Chinese bat coronaviruses, forced to put it in writing even, ladies and gentlemen. They had to literally uh, retract what they said under oath, and they were forced to put it in writing, making all the changes. Let's go right now. Let me bring it up on the screen and show it to you. Here it is, folks. There it is. NIH corrects untruthful assertions by NIH Director Collins and NIAD Director Fauci that NIH had not funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. The NIH uh, NIH states that EcoHealth Alliance violated terms and conditions of the NIH Grant A1 uh, A. L110964. What does this mean, ladies and gentlemen? This means that not only did Tony the Rat Face Fauci lie under oath, but also who else lied under oath? And that's Francis Collins. And now, hindsight being 2020, we might be getting a little closer to understanding exactly why Francis Collins just resigned out of nowhere. Why two FDA uh, high officials just resigned out of nowhere. And we've already got promises by Madison Cawthorn, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and many, many other uh, GNP, Grand New Party conservatives, that say that when we take back over power in 2022, which we will, 
which we will, and we'll know that if, if, if Glenn Youngkin wins Virginia, then we know that they're working on this election integrity stuff and that they're, they're, they are so scared right now. They are so scared in Virginia. But we do have, ladies and gentlemen, the promise from these grand new party young conservatives to hold Tony Fauci accountable and to, um, uh, to fire him and then bring charges upon him. And why do you think they're trying to change the story now? Why do you think they're trying to change the story now? Matter of fact, folks, I can take you back to that day. If you'd like, let me take you back to that day where he lied under oath because he got very frustrated with a certain senator, uh, Rand Paul. Let me take you back to that day so we can remember exactly him. And this was, by the way, the second time. This was the second time under oath that he lied. This is storing up God's wrath, folks. I told you. Every bit of news that we report is storing up God's wrath, and when the time comes, we're going to serve them justice. Here's a quick reminder of Tony the Ratface Fauci lying under oath. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, The Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research, that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of -of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, (laughs) and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain-of-function. What was? Let me finish. Take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. You're saying that's not gain. I'm just playing it long because I love this part. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. Frankly. (laughs) I just had to replay it. I had to replay it, folks, because the best part about that is is just listening to him lie and now knowing that they had to re- retract that statement. They're not going to be able to take it away from the record. It was under oath. They lied, period. Point blank. Period. Done. And when, when Republicans take over both House and Senate, this guy is toast. This guy is burnt up toast, ladies and gentlemen. And I just wanted to play. He was shaking. You see the big bottle of Purell next to him. <laughs> Oh, frankly, uh, Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, vindicated once again. And as the people in the comment section said, as the people in the comment section said, ladies and gentlemen, Trump has said you're going to love how this ends. Woo! And with the announcement of TMTG, Trump Media and Technology Group, Ooh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that too. But anyway, that's what's going on with Tony the Rat Face Fauci. And I have, an, I, have a, uh, I have a feeling he's about ready to go down a very dark road. Anyway, moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to the grilling of corrupt, unqualified 
Attorney General Merrick Garland, his buddy, the Penguin, Jerry Nadler, you know, the other guy that actually soils himself, something that him and Biden have in common anyway, uh, blocked a video from being shown today up on Capitol Hill while talking about CRT, while talking about these mama bears and these dads going to these school board meetings, while talking about the fact that uh, the DOJ won't do anything about the southern border, won't do anything about drugs, crime, uh, the November 3rd stealing of our election, any of that. No, 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 no. We want to go after moms and dads. Well, they were going to show a video today just of the same videos that we watch every day about these mama bears going to school board meetings. You know why they they stopped it. Jerry Nadler stopped it. The other Democrats stopped it. They would not let the video be shown. And Jim Jordan's like, what are you talking about? It's just a video of moms going to a school board meeting. But remember, folks, this is why they label it false and fake on on social media. They have to keep these videos out of the public eye. That's why you don't see them on CNN. That's why you don't see them on MSNBC. That's why you don't see them anywhere. The only place you see them is shows like this, and they censor this on social media because the courage is contagious. We all know it. And we all know that it's making more moms and more dads step up and say, hey, I want to do that too. And they don't want it shown on national TV. So you're about to see exactly that. Jerry Nadler and the rest of the um, the know-nothing Democrats, swamp donkeys, blocked this video from being shown because of how scared they really are. Check this out. Objection has been heard. The video will not be shown. I appeal the ruling of the chair. The the ruling has been made. There's been no ruling that was made. There's been no ruling that was made. There's been an objection. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to speak regarding... No, you're, that, that's out of order. This is not debatable. Well, what's out of order is there is no rule that requires a 48-hour notice. That's what's out of order. There is such a rule. There is not. Not in our rules. Mr. Chairman, what are you afraid of? There is such a rule. You objected last year. You were told there was such a rule. Mr. Chairman, what are our colleagues on the other side of the aisle afraid of? Are they afraid of videos? Of parents? <laughs> the gentleman was recognized for his opening statement. Is he finished with his opening statement? I'm not finished with opening statement. I see recognition for a moment. It's not a rule. It's, it's uh, what you said. I think the term you used is it's protocol. The gentleman uh, objected. The uh, conduct of the committee. Rules do. That's not a rule. We had a video. We understood you had a video. I seek recognition for a parliamentary inquiry. Gentlewoman objected because you failed to follow the rule. Her objection is sustained. Mr. Chairman, I see. Does the gentleman have anything else? I see. We had a recognition had, for a parliamentary we had, inquiry. We had. Yeah, just, uh, I'll yield back in just a second, and, and particularly if you, you need to recognize me. No, I haven't yielded back yet. I said I will in a second. Um, it's a video <laughs> about parents at school board meetings. Moms and dads speaking at school board meetings, and you guys aren't going to let us play it? The, it will not be played. An objection has been heard that uh, you failed to give the 48 hours request required by the rule, and therefore well, what rule, Mr. Chairman? What rule? You have to say. Some inquiry. What rule? Please present the rule. In the case of audio visual materials under the leadership of my predecessor, Chairman Goodlatte, a Republican, the committee developed a written protocol for managing the use of audiovisual materials in our hearings. Written protocol. This protocol simply requires members to provide 48 hours notice they are going to use audiovisual materials. Until recently, this, con- this protocol was not controversial. It was a helpful tool we used to manage hearings and make sure videos played properly. The gentlewoman has objected to the materials because the gentleman did not provide the agreed upon 48 hours notice. Playing audiovisual materials during a committee hearing is the equivalent of introducing printed materials into the hearing record. In the normal course of business, we do not object to each other's requests. 
but members have the right to object if they so choose, and an objection has been heard. Mr. Chairman, did we ever vote on that? That's a clever written statement, but a, a protocol is not a rule. Statement. Ladies and gentlemen, a protocol is not a rule Chairman, just like, oh, excuse me, a protocol is not a rule just like a law, uh, a mandate is not a law. Figure it out. You can't just choose, you can't just say words and, 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 and have them mean what you want them to mean. Okay? And to be honest with you, I think people that are out of their minds can't, can't control their own bowel movements and look as bad as Jerry Nadler looks. And I'm not talking about just, I'm picking on the guy's physical traits. I'm talking about, man, he looks bad, just like Pelosi, just like Biden, man. They don't look like they even, they don't even look like they should be up walking around. They look like they should be enjoying the last minutes of their life. But unfortunately, that's what's going on right now. But what I, what I took from that video is, number one, how afraid is Congress of mothers and fathers in this country? Doesn't it look how, doesn't it look, don't they look just like utterly afraid to show moms and dads standing up and rising up? These aren't people with machine guns and, and, and uh, assault rifles. No, these are people that are standing up for their kids and, and, and Congress is that afraid. They're that afraid. The Justice Department is that afraid. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Just a shame to watch these people work, but you know what? Again, continuing to store up God's wrath, didn't even want a video played, folks. Before we take this next commercial, I want to show you another video of Jim Jordan grilling Merrick Garland. Here we go. First sentence of your memo, very first, first sentence, you said, in recent months there's been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, threats of violence. Yes. When did you first review the data showing this so-called disturbing uptick? So I read the letter, and we have been seeing over time threats. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't ask you. So you read the letter. That's, that's your source? So let me be clear, this is not a prosecution or an Is there some study, some effort, some investigation someone did that said there's been a disturbing uptick, or you just take the words of the National School Board Association? Well, the National School Board Association, which represents thousands of school boards and school board members, says that there are these kind of threats. When we read in the newspapers reports of threats of violence, when that is in the context of threats of violence, the source all, for this, for the very first line in your in your mouth, time of the gentleman has expired. Was the school board association letter? Time of the gentleman has expired, Mr. Deutsch. Time of the gentleman, Sounds like the penguin, doesn't he? Time of the gentleman has expired. Quack quack. Time of the gentleman has been expired. Jerry Nadler, gotta give it to you, dumb dumb award of the day, right in that swamp donkey bucket. And that's a perfect time to take a quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll, we, we'll be right back talking about an executive order that President Trump signed in November of 2020. It's been talked about all on social media today. We'll be right back after this. Don't miss it. Uh, I love Jim Jordan, too. I think Jim Jordan is a rock star. I really do. Jeremy, can you get Jim Jordan on your show? You know what? I think I can. I think I can, but but a lot of these uh, people that we want to come on the show, like Jim Jordan and others, we're going to wait until the new studio gets done. Got to wait till the new studio gets done, and there's reasons for that, ladies and gentlemen. We want to be, we want these, um, we want people to feel like they're coming on a reputable show because a lot of these people won't know who I am, and, I, and I'm good with that. And sometimes perception is reality to some of these people, and plus we want to make it look branded right for Real America's Voice News. It's not going to change how I talk to people. It's not going to change how I do things. But there's reasons why I want to wait to bring people like that on because I'm going to have to um, you know, use the resources that I have, and that's people at RAV. And uh, some of these folks will only, will only reach out to folks if... Uh, 
you know, if if things are branded properly. So that's kind of what we're waiting for. It's TV stuff. It's ridiculous, but it is the way it is. It is the way it is. But we're going to get them on. And I'm not saying they've declined because we haven't even reached out to them. We're just going to we just want to do things a certain way. You know what I mean? Uh, can you get Captain Deplorable back? We need some laughs. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I was actually thinking about reaching out to him next week, to be honest with you. Did you see that DeWine made JJ District blue? Oh, you mean in, in re... Uh, Re, uh, not canvassing. What's that called? Redistricting? I, 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 I hadn't heard that. No. Um, they were not showing videos of cities burning. Well, they, of course they're not going to show videos of that stuff. Um, let's see here. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Jeremy, did anyone follow Digital World DWAC? Stock went from 12 to 50. This is a company that President Trump merged with. Yeah, actually, matter of fact, I think they're up 400%. And, um, Twitter stock is down like 60, uh, down... Uh, 30% or something like that. I, I didn't get the exact numbers, but I did see it was huge. And of course, President Trump names attached to anything is going to be huge. I mean, that's, that's, that's his genius of branding. The guy knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Jeremy, is it true that Biden wants to take VA benefits away from people refusing the jab? Yes. It's, I mean, it's true that he wants to, whether, whether he'll be able to or not, I doubt it. Um, Jerry, Jerry Nadler reminds me of Steve Urkel. Yeah, if Steve Urkel was 75 years old and 500 pounds heavier. Um, Jerry, Humpty Dumpty Gang, Nadler and Stelter. They need to get a show. They need to get a show together. I'd watch it just for the laughs. You should interview our governor-elect running in Nebraska, Jim Pillen. I can help you with a hookup. Says rival design. Well, God bless you, Kara. Send that along. Definitely, I'll have him on. I'd like to vet people, and what better way to have them vetted here, right on Real America's Voice? So awesome. All right, folks. <clears throat> Thanks for sticking around here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. Of course, you can watch on Dish, Pluto, Roku, Samsung TV, TV Select, and many, many other local channels as well across the country. Real America's Voice News. It's probably going to be President Donald J. Trump's favorite news station going forward outside of his own, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But first, okay, there's been a lot of talk on social media. You probably heard it. One thing about this show is we keep our ear low, so low to the ground on social media that we hear everything. We're not above anything here on Live from America. It's how the show started. It's the foundation of the show, and we'll always keep our ear to the ground. So I want to talk about Executive Order 13959 real quick. A lot of people don't know what this is, but Executive Order 13959 was signed by President Trump in November of 2020, and it was really geared towards any. It was geared towards Chinese, but really any foreign entity that that interfered in um, an, an American election to try to interfere in an American election and try to sway the vote or any other kind of um, insurrection, right? Because I like to call it, that's what it really is. Those are, those are the people that did the insurrection, not us. But anyway, he signed this, EO, and, and there was a list of names, a list of companies, countries and companies. CCP was definitely on there. But all of the companies that the CCP pays and, and, and employs in, as far as uh, world commerce and trade. Well, President Trump signed an executive order that said if any of these people are caught in any way interfering in America's uh, economy, elections, or anything, that they were going to be held accountable. And how they were going to be held accountable was they were going to be put on this list. And anybody that was on this list was no longer allowed to buy, sell, trade, or have any kind of commerce with the United States of America. Now, you'll see a lot of people going around on social media saying that is why the cargo ships are stuck at port in, uh, in and around California and around the country. And at face value, I would agree with that. I would agree with that because there's no other reason why. There's, there's no shortage of truck drivers. There's no shortage of port workers. 
There's no shortage of any kind of employees whatsoever, and that's been proven over the last three weeks with private individual citizen video and people who work for these ports. There's really no reason for them not to be working. So it makes sense that all of these Chinese, all of these ships waiting to port um, were named as companies that were on this list, and they're not they're not allowed to do this. And that's the hope of a lot of Trump supporters that that's really what's going on, and it kind of looks like it is. However, what they're not talking about on social media is how Biden did an executive order to amend that original executive order by President Trump in November of 2020. And that came in June of 2021. I actually went and I screenshot uh, from government websites, uh, from the government website itself, exactly what these executive orders are. Okay? Now, here is what the left is going to tell you. So, uh, Trump's order came in, in November. Biden's order came in June. And what the left is going to say is, what are you talking about? Biden actually extended Trump's executive order, which he did. Then they're going to say, Biden actually increased it. Basically, it's Trump's executive order on steroids. Not only did Biden extend it, but Biden added to it. Basically gave it even, added 59 lists or names to the list. And guess what? That's true. He did do that. But what the left is not going to tell you and what I'll tell you, because I read them both, is that even though he added 59 names to the list, he took off half over half of the names that President Trump had listed on there. So basically over half of the names, all CCP, all come from China, every single one of them, were taken off that list, which means that they no longer uh, could be put on that list, which means they can continue to trade, sell, buy, and have commerce back and forth with the United States of America. So it's really odd to me, number one, that Biden would have extended it because the actual executive order was tough, was super tough. Okay, and made it. And what it's really geared towards, ladies and gentlemen, is if these countries and companies are involved in any kind of election meddling or anything like that, and they're put on this list, it's really geared to get us a foreign dependence. And we shouldn't have all our eggs in one basket anyway. We shouldn't be relying on a country that has no values that are the that are similar to the United States of America making all of our stuff. We shouldn't be relying on their manufacturing. We shouldn't be relying on their production. And in Basically, if you read this EO, it's, it's, it's geared towards American dependence, not American uh, uh, dependent on the world, but American independent as far as manufacturing and production to get people to start doing it here more, to stop being such a global, um, uh, have the, ha, depend on such global market or have the global market depend uh, on, on uh, all working together. No, no, this is America first, America first. And this would actually increase American manufacturing, increase the wealth of America. But So it was really odd how Biden came through and extended it and then added more names to it. But again, you got to look deeper than that. He took over half of the names off of that list. Now, let's get back to the cargo ships. The cargo ships. Ask yourself this. If it does have nothing to do with what I'm talking about, if it has nothing to do with either of these executive orders not Trump's nor Biden's, then why isn't the Coast Guard and the National Guard getting involved to help unload these cargo ships for these truckers that are waiting for them? Because we already know there's no shortage of workers, and we know there's no shortage of truck drivers. And I'm going to show you uh, one of those videos in a minute. We know this to be, sure, to, to be true. So if, we, if, if, if Biden 
and all these states are are deploying the National Guard to drive buses, to give you shots, to be your doctors, to be your physicians, to be everything else. If they're there to do that, then why can't they deploy the National Guard or any of the armed forces and the Coast Guard to help out with these cargo ships and to help out with unloading them, getting them on these truck drive on these trucks where these truck drivers are waiting and then dispersed out into the country. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself. Doesn't that seem odd? They're quick to use the National Guard for everything else that fits their agenda. Biden Biden came out and said, I'm where I want these cargo ships all 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, like he has any power to, to demand anybody do anything. But yet they're not. They're not working at all. And again, again, I'm going to ask you, if it has nothing to do with these executive orders, why those cargo ships are stuck out uh, around the coast, then why why not get somebody out there to help, like the National Guard or the Coast Guard? You have to ask yourself these questions. Now, I want to show you this video, um, and, and, and I'm sure you guys have all seen this video by now. It's not like it's, it's new. It's been out there for a few days. But here is a truck driver who's going to show you the truth. Check this out. So you got to ask yourself, you got to ask yourself, what's going on? And they refuse to go to Florida ports as well. There's more to this story, folks, and I believe it has something to do with the executive orders. Uh, I'm not saying if, one way or another why, but I believe it has something to do with them because th- there's just too much going on here. And a lot of those ships that are out there, a lot of those ships that are out there are, are, are named to be part of a lot of these Chinese companies that were on this list originally and that are on the new list. But if you want to go look for yourself, the executive order that you want to look up is Trump's executive order was 13959 and Biden's ex- executive order was 14032. 14032. Do your own research. Don't let me tell you. Don't let somebody else tell you. You go and do the research yourself. And you can do a quick a quick search of this on any search platform, and it'll take you right to the government um, right to the government website where these are posted. And I got to say, it has something to do with it. It has to be. There's just more to the story. There's definitely more to the story. So, all right, folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be back with more live from America right after this. Please stay tuned. And to the live audience, what do you guys all say? I've, I've seen a lot of you have said that you've thought. You've been saying for weeks, why doesn't the military get involved and help out? And I, I, there's, there's truth to that. They could go to Texas ports too in Galveston, one of the biggest ports in Dole, uh, for Dole Bananas. There you go. See, American people are not stupid. We're not stupid people. We get it. We understand what's going on in this world. We understand how easily a problem is fixed. 
You know what I mean? If it doesn't fit one way, you work another. If that isn't working one way, you work another. You get it done. The, 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 the moral of the story is the job gets done. Period. And jobs aren't getting done. Why won't they go to Florida ports? I don't know. They got every excuse under the sun. They got every excuse under the sun. Um, what if they're being held off because of Trump's EO? 13838. They are coming from countries that interfered with the election. Well, both of those executive orders talk about foreign interference in our in our the way we govern and the way we handle uh, commerce and the our election, our our infrastructure and all that. So again, folks, we only know what we know. And what we know is enough to question what's going on. And it has something to do with these executive orders. It has to, guys. It has to, because if it didn't have something to do with these executive orders, if it didn't, then we could fix this like that. We could literally fix this like that. So like that guy said on that show earlier when he's like, just do this, just do that. Well, just don't comply. Just stop complying, everybody. Just stop complying and do what Americans need to be done. We are seeing that. We are seeing more and more people just do what needs to be done. But the fact that uh, I heard from a good source that the ships are from China and President Trump's EO stopped them from trading with us. Well, that's EO does say that. And again, like I told you, go read them because the left is going to tell you pertaining to this that Biden extended it and made it even stronger. He did extend it, but he didn't make it stronger because he took off half the companies off of there and added 59 other country, country, uh, companies. Excuse me. Um... Charleston, South Carolina has ports too. Um, they are creating a shortage to scare you. I think that's what's really going on. I think that's what's really going on. It's all part of the plan to, con to continue to control. Um, what was Trump's EO number again? Trump's EO number was 13959. 13959. And the Biden EO was um, 14032. Maine and Massachusetts have ports as well. Again, folks, I know. I don't understand it's common sense here. It's common sense how to fix this. And since we're not taking a common sense approach to fix it, I don't really know where else we go from here. I just don't. And again, for anybody who's just joining in, remember, there will be no show tomorrow night, only one show tomorrow at, uh, at the 11 o'clock time frame, just so you all remember, okay? Jeremy, can you help us find the video you did today? Actually, a lot of people posted it in Telegram chats. Um, oh, I'm seeing a whole bunch of uh, $20 $20 uh, gifts come in, folks. I'll, I'll read them all here uh, after the show. It's hard to do it when I do the uh, Real America's Voice show because I just have so much going on with commercial breaks and stuff like that. But thank you all. I appreciate it. All right, we got uh, about five more stories to go through, and you're going to want to hear these, so stay tuned with us, okay? Thanks for sticking around here on Real America's Voice News Live from America. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Got a, a few more stories to go through here, and uh, if you live in these states, they definitely affect you. Um, if you live in Tennessee, this next story is going to affect you, okay? And it, it might not affect you personally, but if you are a proud person who lives in Tennessee, this might affect somebody that you know. According to Williams County and Knox County, both of these counties have schools in them that are um, that are segregating students. And they're segregating students based on if they want to wear a mask or if they don't want to wear a mask. Let me read this to you. Um, according to Williams County and Knox County, Tennessee school, uh, school students uh, who don't want to wear masks or don't have approved religious or medical exemptions, they have been moved to separate classrooms. And that's what the superintendent said. Uh, at least for the Williams County School, but the other school is um, 
is West Valley Middle School in Knoxville, where students are actually being seen from outside holding up signs that they are making on poster board and holding them up in the window to people who are walking by so that they can let them as a protest and maybe even a cry for help. So again, folks, just like I said in the beginning of this show today, Biden is the Biden administration and the left are known for segregation. They're known to be the party of the Ku Klux Klan. They're known to be the racist party. And they're known to be the ones that use minority communities to turn them against um, white people, to turn them against uh, themselves, to turn them against com- their community members and their neighbors, because they're all about division. And here's an, now here's a disgusting story coming right out of the great state of Tennessee in Wayne uh, Williams County and in Knox County, where these students are literally holding up signs in the window as a as a form of protest, and and if you ask me, as a sign for help. Now imagine do imagine you're walking by these these schools. Imagine you're walking by, you're walking your dog, maybe you're walking your baby, maybe you're just out for a walk yourself, maybe you're jogging by and you jog by or you walk by and you see kids holding up signs that are talking about how they're being abused and segregated from other children because they refuse to wear a mask in a state where there's no mask mandate in order for them to do so. You, or, or, if they, or if they don't have any approved religious or medical exemptions, you're putting them in another classroom. What do you think that's doing to these kids? It's, it, it, it's mind-blowing to me that the people that are in these education systems, like teachers and superintendents and, and, and principals, it's amazing to me how the children aren't their first focus anymore. You know what I mean? And we know it's not a paycheck, so it's got to be a power trip. If it's not a paycheck, and it isn't the children's health and, the chi- and, the, and what's best for children, it's got to be a power trip. And they've got to be placed there by these communists in the left to do exactly what they're doing, and that is to brainwash, indoctrinate, and take control of your child and take the power away from you as the parent. It's absolutely disgusting. We know masks don't work. Let's get over that. Let's stop being stupid for a minute, and let's wake up, especially when it comes to our children. The damage that these schools are doing to these children is irreparable. It is, it, is, it is irreversible, it is disgusting, and it is child abuse. And I'm talking of the mental and emotional kind, not the physical kind, the mental and emotional kind. You are doing stuff to these children coming off of two years of something they should have never had to deal with. And this is the world as they know it. They don't know the world as you and I know it. They didn't see the great 80s and, the, and, 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 and grow up in a time where America was awesome and everybody was patriotic and together and we didn't do this kind of stuff. They don't know that. I feel so sorry for these youngsters because the only thing they know is what they've seen in the last five years, specifically the last two years, and now you're going to segregate them and take them away from their friends even more? Way to go, Democrats. I'm just talking about plain stupidity here, folks. Absolute plain stupidity on on behalf of, of teachers, superintendents, principals, and the Communist Party. Child abuse to the highest level. And something should be done about it. Something should definitely be done about it. Um, now, I hate to go from such a, a, a bad story to a good story like that because I, I don't want to diminish what I just talked about and what's being done to these kids, but I do want to go touch on President Trump's new social media, Truth Social, and, of course, the, the media group that he, that he combined with, DWAC, I believe. Uh, their stocks are up about 400% today, folks. Check Twitter stocks. Trump doesn't even have his social network out yet, and the stocks rose 400%. That is the the incredible branding of President Trump. 
And uh, and what I did not talk about earlier, though, what uh, was Trump Plus. You got Disney Plus, right? You got Amazon Prime Plus, whatever it is, Voodoo. Well, now you're going to have Trump Plus. So you're going to have Truth Social Network. You're going to have a complete news network station from President Trump to take out CNN and the rest of them. And you're going to have a streaming service called Trump Plus. <laughs> <laughs> the liberals are about to pull out their hair on this, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to have a new streaming service called Trump Plus. Check this out. Which promises to host non-woke movies and TV shows. <laughs> this guy's incredible, isn't he? Non-woke movies and TV shows, including shows like this one. Shows like this one. And President Trump is now calling for people to put out um, uh, put out who you'd like to see on Trump Plus. What kind of what kind of, uh, of shows that are on the rise would you like to see on Trump Plus? It's going to have movies. It's going to have family movies. It's going to be focused around family tradition, uh, faith, and, and, and good stuff. Non-woke material. Kind of like Pure Flix on steroids. So Trump Plus, baby, I'm all about it. I'm all about Truth Social. I'm all about his news network. I can't wait to see them, Rumble, Getter, Telegram, all rise together in the fall of these other scumbags like Mark Zuckerberg and Osama bin Wannabe, Jack Dorsey, and the rest of these loser woke nobodies who have destroyed this nation. So ladies and gentlemen, I got something to give away here. You know what it is. Go ahead, let's cue the drums. You already know what it is. President Trump... You are going to get the Smarty Award here on Live from America, October 21st, baby. President Trump, you are a Smarty, and you get the Smarty Award because you told us the best was yet to come. You told us we were going to love how this movie ends. You told us you were going to fight for us, <laughs> and I'll be dang, you continue to fight for us. We're going to take one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Going to come back with two Amazing stories. One video and one story. Don't go anywhere. Right after this. So what do you guys think about Trump Plus, huh? <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you. Non-woke TV shows, non-woke movies. <laughs> yes, please. Take my money. Sign me up. I'll take that all day. Hallmark Channel movies, exactly. Those are the kind that it's going to be a place with morals. It's going to be a place with a moral compass. It's going to be a place for families to go watch with non-woke losers. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Android users can't get Trump app. Not yet. Not yet, but you will. How do we get into TMTG stocks? That I don't know. I don't know anything about the stock trade industry, any business. I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm the wrong guy. <laughs> I am the wrong guy to ask those questions to. Um... Probably, probably President Trump is the best guy to ask questions to about stock. Not me. I don't know anything about it. So, uh, Jeremy, you get a Smarty Award too, says Corn Pop. Well, Corn Pop, let me speak in cursive for you real quick. I'm sure you knew. Why no show tomorrow night? I have family obligations that I must attend, folks. That's why. Um, can't say no to the kids always. And they got some stuff going on tomorrow night. I got to make sure I'm there for. Disney Plus is down in stocks. I got the email from Disney. Woohoo! 
Ooh, I can't wait till Trump Plus comes out. Jeremy, get Anthony Tremino on the show. He's amazing. He stands for everything we do. Well, I don't know who he is, but definitely uh, reach out and, and, and try to help me out with that for sure. FBI confirmed the remains found in reserve uh, in the reserve are Brian Laundries. Interesting. So they're both dead? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to that. Jeremy, why don't you bring somebody who does know something about stocks? That way we could teach us all. Well, I'll add that to the list. I think it's a smart idea, and I'll definitely add it to the list of things that we got to do. Um, get signed up and trade to cab by. I think that's a somebody who's speaking in Biden. And do you think some shows will leave to be on Trump Plus? No, I think they'll add. Look, everybody knows Trump's a brand. Everybody knows that they're they're in good if they go to Trump. You know what I mean? So I think they're just gonna like. Add, nobody's going to. Uh, it's like the. People were all upset that he was going on the Apple Apple uh, Play Store. But it's, it doesn't mean anything other than the fact that they're all going to want a piece of it. They just won't be able to silence him. They still want his money. Trust me. Just like CNN, they need him. They need him. Um, former wrestler Kane is the mayor of Knoxville and is against the mask mandates, but school board isn't. I heard that as well. Heard that as well. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back because we got two stories left. Welcome back to Live from America. I got two more stories for you folks, so let's get right into them. You remember those weird lefties chasing Kirsten Cinema into the bathroom, right? While she was doing something very private, you know, going to the bathroom. And they followed her in there, but what they didn't realize, and something that we touched on when they did it, was it's illegal to do that. You cannot take a video camera into a bathroom where people expect to have reasonable privacy and videotape them. But of course, woke lefty communists, they don't know anything anyway. So ladies and gentlemen, the Arizona College Police are now asking the county attorney for misdemeanor charges to be filed against the activists who stalked Kirsten Cinema into the bathroom. Let's make it happen, folks. Let's make it happen because this will be a this will be an act of war from Kirsten Cinema to the left. That's how the left will look at it anyway. And it will continue to further to divide Kirsten Cinema and people like Joe Manchin away from these leftist communists. And let's make it happen, Cap'n. Maybe we'll do it on tomorrow's show. We know who to call the county attorney uh, in Arizona. I'll get that number and we'll do that tomorrow. Why not, right? We, got, we all got to play our part. Kind of like when we called Mitch McChina the other day, which I still have not heard back on. But I'm not surprised. Um, so big, sh- big, uh, big shout out to the college police there for for doing their job. And let's see some misdemeanor charges. I know it's not jail time, but it's still, it's still throwing shots. You know what I mean? Firing shots. Now I've got one more video to show you. It's a very quick video, but it's about being courageous. It's about being an American. It's about being a Marine. It's about having uh, having an oath to this country, whether you are active duty or inactive duty. Here's a Marine who saved the day, ladies and gentlemen, a Marine who was in a convenience store, conveniently trying to buy some stuff, when inconveniently, two people come in, one with a gun, to rob the place, but this Marine, he wasn't having any of it. Let's uh, see if this will play for us. Oh. Yeah, see, come on. It doesn't want to seem to... You know what it is? It's it, it it's a YouTube video, so you can you can be sure that YouTube, uh, you know, they don't like things to play on conservative network uh, conservative networks. But uh, we're gonna try one more time here. So just a little bit of technical difficulty. And new this morning, a rob. There we go. 
suspect is behind bars thanks to a brave U.S. Marine. Take a look at this video. An armed man walks into the gas station, points a gun at the cashier, but is quickly disarmed by the Marine. This happened at a Chevron in Yuma yesterday. He was able to hold down the robber until police arrived. The other two suspects got away. Thankfully, no one was hurt. When deputies asked the Marine how he was able to take control of the situation, he said, the Marine Corps taught me not to mess around. The Marine Corps taught me not to mess around. He grabbed that gun quick, didn't he? And jacked that dude. That's how you do it. That's how you stand up for America. Remember when America was like that? Nobody took any garbage? Truly amazing. Folks, please visit JeremyHerald.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Listen to some good MAGA music. Consider becoming a monthly donor as this show is entirely viewer-funded. God bless you. Please join the Life from America family. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh looking down on us. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your hand over your heart. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, at 11 a.m. For Real America's Voice, see you at 10 p.m. God bless you, and have a great night.